Welcome to Youthology Live. Coming at you live from Los Angeles, California. But you know, this is what we do on Sunday nights. And I want to continue episode 20. We dealt with in episode 19 an important question in our Q&A. And that question came up, and there's no way we could do that in one session. So I want to take just a few minutes and deal with this question. Last week, the question came up, and we were dealing with uh, sexual revolution and how do we as a youth ministry leader or a youth development leader deal with the sexual revolution. So I want to read something to you. Uh, the sexual revolution has given us a unique struggle in youth ministry because it has brought a redefinition to male and female, right? So I want to go there and help you just quickly in the, in the next couple of minutes. I want to read to you an article from ESPN, the magazine, it was done just a few years ago called Owning the Middle. And basically what it was, was a neutral gender argument that was a breakthrough article and interview by Brittany Griner. Now I want to make sure that you go there and read up on that because it's kind of a new introduction of this uh, issue, uh, even though we know it's been around longer than uh, four or five years with this Owning the Middle article. This issue has really come to the forefront and if we don't deal with this in youth ministry we aren't really talking about questions that people are asking because what good is it to have answers to the questions no one is asking right so I want to uh, take that apart a little bit this owning the middle the idea was the interviewer asked Brittany Griner are you male or female her response was well why do we have to be male or female can't we just own the middle right this neutral gender idea so listen two responses all right two responses as a youth leader number one culture over scripture okay culture over scripture if we are always inundated with culture then we're going to believe culture over scripture right so if we're not in the scriptures then we find ourselves struggling with what culture is setting us a new truth, right? So, and then the second thing is scripture over culture, right? How are we approaching these issues? Culture over scripture or scripture over culture? Because the scriptures have something to say about it, right? So let me give you some stats. First of all, in this sexual identity issue, 77% of students feel, teenagers feel, Physical, mental, or verbal abuse. Physical, mental, or verbal abuse. Much of that has to do with their morality and the decisions that they make, right? Um, the third leading cause of death amongst 15 to 24, that would be the, the uh, millennial set and the Gen Z set, the third leading cause of death is suicide, okay? Uh, one more, one in three girls is abused by a boyfriend. One in three girls abused by a boyfriend. One in every 200 teens is doing self-harm, bodily harm, right? Self-harm. So how do we deal with some of the reactions to what's going on with their sexual identity, right? I know not all of these stats are completely a part of the sexual identity issue, but I think much of that happens, okay? So um, reading from that article, this is, this is another quote on the sexual identity issue. Sexual identity has been described as a component, not the only one, but one of many components 
of an individual's identity. Okay, sexual identity can change through an individual's life and not necessarily have to do with aligning themselves to biological sex, right? In other words, we can be born male or female, but we could evolve, right, into that neutral gender. So what is our response? I, I mentioned the culture over scripture, scripture over culture, right? Let me get practical. Let me get, let me get uh, practical. So our response as youth leaders needs to be twofold, right? I'm gonna spend a minute on each one of these and I'll sign out and you'll be able to read it on the blog coming, okay? So number one, our first response is always truth. Truth, okay? We have to balance culture with truth. So, meaning scripture. So our first response is always truth. Truth over culture, okay? We gotta get that right. So a youth leader's theology is really important to being able to relate to a culture, right? So let me give you the Genesis account to the sexual revolution argument. The Genesis account is a first, okay? It is a first. And the first things are important because they set up nature, okay? They set up creation. And the first things are male or female. Right? God created them male from Genesis 1, Genesis 2, Genesis 3. We can read that. I'll blog it this week. But I'm just giving you these quick hits in our videos right, for uh, Youthology Live. So number one, our first response to any of these arguments is always truth. And that truth comes from our Genesis account. Second, and finally, we're done in a minute, okay? So hang on with me. This is an important one. So many of you asked about this last week. So our second response is always grace, always grace. We cannot just deal with this sexual identity issue with truth. We cannot just deal with it with grace. The two must be hand in hand, it's a relationship. You cannot separate truth and grace, right? Because that's when we get into either legalism, right? With too much uh, truth without the, the balance of the word and the balance of grace and mercy in people's lives, or we get into sloppy agape with the grace, but there's never any truth, right? And we just say, well, let people do their own thing, right? So we have to balance the truth and grace. Let me give you this. Our response to the shame and the guilt of people's, people's lives in this world, our response as a church is critical to their response to God. So when we see this shame or guilt or, right, issues that people are going through, how are we gonna respond? If all we respond to is truth, 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 and never love, then we've lost our relationship with the world at the expense of grace, right? So we, we always respond in grace. So what I'm gonna do this week on the blog, I'm gonna put these two here. I have three more, there's five total, of ways to respond to the sexual revolution and how we can build a relationship between the church, okay, and our language and our understandings, our what some call binary, Knowledge, binary being, we have principles, and our relationship with the world, which is a non-binary setting, right? A world that has looser principles, right? A moral relativity, all right? So check in this week. You don't want to miss it. I'll post all of this by Tuesday on the blog at youthology.com and youtube.com also. God bless you. Have a great week.